live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Oh, goodness, this week on the podcast, Carmine Apiece talks about the new Rod Stewart movie, and if he'll be in it, a word with Maria, the good wife. Today and this month is National Celibacy Month. Okay. Plus, a chat with Trooper Cooper, Alaska State Troopers here in Crapper Creek. Yes or BS with the mayor and more. Let's get it rolling. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. You know, I wish I was more of a car guy. I, I mean, I can fix things. I change oil, change out lights. I've done, you know, tires, all that. I can do that. But there's, especially nowadays, though, cars, even if you're a car guy, it's it's almost impossible. There's so much going on in there. I don't know what's happening. Poor rig. I just hope, I, I, I you know, it makes a weird sound. What do you do? You crank up the radio a little more. That ought to fix it. Meanwhile, your car's probably just going, oh, man, you take, why do you neglect me so? So we came up with a list of things your car would probably say if it could talk. It would be something like this. Uh, Porsche, Porsche, if you're going to blow a hundred grand to make your teeny weeny weeny seem not so teeny weeny, hey, at least get my damn name right. Bruh, it's 2020. Pretty sure you can throw away the roadmap you crammed in my glove compartment. All right, I know you're a proud member of the AAA membership, but a bumper sticker, really? All right, you're driving a 98 to sell. I don't think the rabbit foot hanging on my rearview mirror is working all that well. Hey, go ahead, stop by a strip club. I won't tell her. Man, the DJs on my radio are hilarious and should be paid much, much more money. Uh, just so you know, them boogers you're rolling between your thumb and forefinger, yeah, they don't actually disappear, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think it's about time to take the Confederate flags off my ass. Ah, you know what, to be honest, I don't know what them warning lights mean either. Hey, dumbass, turn off your blinker. What, are you 80? What, you putting truck nuts on a Hyundai or Elantra? Just kill me now. Just drive me off a cliff right now, please. My lovely wife, Maria, joining us on the phone. And every once in a while, we come across some information I think could be quite helpful in any relationship when it comes to a married couple. All right. Now, you know what? You are a good wife. You know, you're a great wife, Maria. What did you do? What do you mean what I do? I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> well, keep talking. I, all right. A little nervous now. But, you should. <laughs> all right. Here's the thing. Don't you agree? Times are crazy. We got to get back to when times were good. Oh, yeah. Everybody right? does. Old school. We got to go back to old school. So I thought I took this from 1955. Uh, these are just some little tips, some housekeeping that's, tips. That's old school. <laughs> so I thought maybe this might help us I out as a couple. I wasn't born by then. That's, that's beyond old school. <laughs> well, give a listen. Prepare your children. Take a few minutes to wash their hands and faces and comb their hair. Minimize all noise. At the time of your husband's arrival, eliminate all noise of the washer, dryer, or vacuum. Yeah. And try to encourage your children to be quiet. 
Huh? Oh, no way. What? No. Oh, no No, way. this is from Good Housekeeping. You should have been nervous. Go ahead, continue. Touch up your makeup. Put a ribbon in your hair yeah. and be fresh God. looking. What? Your husband has been with a lot of work weary people. Oh, do I know? Be a little gay and a little more interesting for your husband. They mean happy. His boring day may yes, need a lift. And one of your duties is home. to provide Don't you even it. Start. What? No. See? Yeah, you have to. You leave the golf course when you come home. I'm supposed to put on makeup? Are you kidding? You're supposed to look pretty for daddy. That's gonna, all it's saying. Yeah. Jesus, I'll, woman. I'll show you. Hold. Uh, I know you. Hold on. I got one more, and these are quality tips for you as a wife. Mm-hmm, go. Don't ask him questions no. about his actions no. or question his judgment or integrity. Never. No. Remember. He is the master of the house, yes. and as such, will always exercise his will with fairness and truthfulness. Yes, I will. You have no right to question him. No. A good wife knows her place. There you go. You're an asshole. Hello? Hello? <laughs> we talk with my man, Carmine Peace calls us... To the cabin here in Crappy Creek every week. Legendary rock drummer. I mean, when you can say you have had Led Zeppelin as your opening act, and you knew Hendrix and Janice and Ozzy and everybody else, well, that's pretty cool because he calls us every week. And uh, welcome to the show once again. Carmine, situated down there in Florida. How are you today? Good. So we're like almost at the, the, the two furthest points in the United States. Apart. Pretty pretty much. Uh, you're down in uh, southern Florida. I'm up here in northern Alaska. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. And I just did had a request from a listener in Ireland. And, you know, that's just how things go here uh, in the world these days. It's a little different. Uh, but I got to ask you one thing. And uh, the topic today is the uh, it's been announced that there's going to be a new biopic on Rod Stewart. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Yes. You mean like a, a documentary? No, it's going to be done uh, much like Bohemian Rhapsody uh, for with Freddie Mercury really? or Elton John's wow. Rocket Man, and it's going oh, to be. So, uh, so it's going to be. It's going to be a uh, somebody playing the part of Rod. Obviously, they're looking at wow. a couple of wow. different actors now. The thing wow. is, Rod, of course, with the face, his small face, he's played, you know, uh, with Jeff Beck and everybody. But, of course, you were instrumental in him, uh, in uh, really uh, kicking his solo career into, uh, like, extra gear. And they, Well, I helped. Hopefully and they, I'll be in the movie. See, Somebody's that's playing what, me. That's what I'm wondering. It'll be interesting to see who plays you in the movie, Carmine. Uh, now, really, the, a mm. song that vaulted his... Solo career uh, you wrote, and that is, do you think I'm sexy? He had had other hits. Don't get me wrong, but that one was a whole different deal. For yeah, do you the think biggest I- song? It's the biggest song he ever had. Yeah, and you wrote it. Now, and I got to ask you because that song, "Do You Think I'm Sexy," is very uncarmine a piece, if you ask me. It, it, I mean, you're a legendary rocker, and that song, as good as it, as catchy as it is, as iconic as it is. Not really a rock song. Where did you well, get the idea for Do You Think was, I'm Sexy? It was, well, he, he wrote the lyrics and the, and the verse melody. We wrote the verses and the the bridge melodies. And when we when he did it, he wanted a song like Missing You, like the Rolling Stones. Oh, and okay. When we, when we put it together, and we actually, you know, he liked our idea. I did it with my buddy Dwayne Hitchings in his studio, so it sounded good. So he, we recorded it with three guitars, bass, drums, and a keyboard. 
and it was rocking. It was heavy rock. Come on, speak guitars. Right. You know, it was it was heavy duty rocking. It did have the four on the bass drum, but so did uh, Missing You by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, Miss You, you know? from and, the Sun Girls album, right? <clears throat> right. And then after we did the track, you know, Tom Dowd, we did the vocal, and then Tom Dowd said, "Well, leave, leave it to me," and he went in and he put everything else on it. He put an orchestra. He put. You know, uh, a woman singing uh, the line, da 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 real high in octaves, and he put Tom Scott on it, and he put David Foster on it. Now, Do- Tom and Scott is, a, is a, a saxophone player, Tom Scott, right? Yes, right. yes. So, I mean, we would have liked it to be a guitar solo, you know? But we, we let him do his thing, and then when we heard it, we it changed it from a, a hard rocker to... Like a disco rock song. Yeah, it was. Know? It was very much, uh, which was also part of the times. I mean, the disco sound, a lot yeah, of I mean, rock the, bands yeah. put out something that had a dance beat to it. Even Queen, another one bites well, a dust. There's a lot everybody, of songs. Every, yeah, everybody did it after we did it. Right, right. And you guys kind of started, Blondie did it. Blondie did, did, it. Uh, Blondie did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all yeah. started with, do you think I'm sexy? Uh, Carmine yeah. Apiece joining us on the phone, legendary rocker, uh, all the way from Florida. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see, Carmine, when that movie comes out, what they do with that, because that really, uh, it was brought up in the article as being a real launching board into the second half of his career. And yes, it'll be definitely in- was. Well, I'm curious, I mean, in his, in his book, you know, he let me, you know, he didn't really portray that era very well, you know. So, I mean, he, I mean even that band, you know, if that band was the best band he had, it was, it was, it was a Rod Stewart band. It wasn't Rod Stewart and his backup band. We, you know, we were part of the whole show, you know, we right. had the solos, we had, uh, you know, we even had percentages of, of the, you know, the take on the on the road and everything right right so it was really the rush to a fan unlike it is now now from what i hear <clears throat> it's totally different right well he's, he's been always doing been kind of the, to me yeah he has been and you've mentioned that and, and lately he's been into the standards and uh singing a lot of those yeah. kind of, he's become a crooner now which is uh, an yeah. interesting way and it's worked out for him carmine will let you go always fascinating great i can't wait to see what this movie comes out with and we'll find out we'll follow that as we go along it'll probably be a while but uh next week yeah. we'll do it again thanks so much for joining us and good luck uh, with the uh, trials okay, and tribulations of a new place in florida that's carmine apiece to the farthest north rock station in the world it's the crapper creek podcast you know, in light of uh, all the just the sad violence and uh, police brutality, we got to remember 99.9% of cops are excellent people and excellent cops. But, man, it, it only takes that one, to, as we've seen, to just uh, turn the nation and the world on our heads. So uh, hopefully maybe it turns it on our heads for the better as well. With that said, I know here in Crapper Creek, uh, Trooper Cooper and them are taking greater steps to ensure the safety of those that are in their care or, uh, you know, under the influence or otherwise. In fact, if you call the, uh, the jail at Crapper Creek, you'll get their answering machine message, which has been altered because of all of this. Give this a listen. Uh, Hello. Uh, Thanks for calling uh, Crapper Creek uh, state troopers office. Uh, Trooper Cooper, uh, 
talking. Uh, this recorded message is to uh, make sure that your stay with this is, uh, is a good experience uh, for us and our uh, legal staff of the good city here of uh, Crapper Creek, Alaska. While you're waiting for bail to be posted, please take the time to fill out our short customer satisfaction survey. Question one, how would you rate your arrest experience? Excellent, good, fair, or I don't remember? Was the arresting officer courteous and attentive to your needs? If you were inebriated, either drunk or high like a hippie, uh, did the officer speak in small, tiny words using short sentences that you could understand? Did you find the field sobriety test enjoyably? fun, challenging. Yes, no, or I don't remember. Think back on the field sobriety test. Did you prefer walking the straight line or saying the ABCs without singing? Next question, were the handcuffs comfortable and properly fitted? Was the rear of the squad car clean and free of all litter, panties, human waste, puke, or sticky areas? Also, may we upload the officer's body cam footage to YouTube or TikTok for you? We can do that. Uh, please complete the following additional questions if you were processed and held overnight. For instance, during the strip and body cavity search, were the officers uh, considerate? Thinking back on the uh, strip search and body cavity search, uh... Never, never mind. Forget we asked that. Just, uh, just skip that one. When allowed to make your one phone call, whom did you call? Your mother or father? Your wife? Lawyer? Or possibly the Great Alaska Pizza Company? And again, thank you for staying with us at the Crapper Creek County Jail. You know, being a happily married man that actually still gets some, uh, I have a rough time wrapping my head around some friends of mine who said they've been celibate during this thing. The whole, I mean, like they haven't had sex in a couple months. I would explode. I couldn't do that. that there's no way I could go that. I, I can't even imagine that. So luckily, thanks, Maria, for being there. <laughs> you know, we, we, still, uh, we still got it going on. Luckily, I'm a knock on wood, so to, uh, so to speak, right? But. That brings me to this. I didn't know this, but June is uh, National Celibacy Awareness Month. Now, does that mean you have to be celibate or you just have to be aware of being celibate? Because Celibacy Awareness Month, they make it sound like it's a good thing. I don't know who came. Some right wing Christian fuck came up with this, right? It was This wasn't... Uh, this wasn't done. This wasn't done at some college. You know, it'd be a cool idea. We should all be celibate. No, I couldn't even imagine doing it. It's got to be rough on some folks that have been, uh, you know, held up and haven't had anything anyway. Ouch! I'm sure there's some good things about being celibate. It's kind of like being married, but uh, I don't know. Minus the part where you got to sit through all the HGTV stuff. And uh, it does force you and your partner to find another way to resent each other. That's for sure, I guess. And really, if you think about it, I mean, every summer you can still get together and bond with thousands of like-minded individuals like yourself at uh, Comic-Con, maybe. You'll save uh, probably a ton of money. You'll pass on the flashy sports car, just score yourself a minivan, right? Drive the kids around. Hey, look at me. I ain't getting none anymore. I don't care. 
course, the bald dude in the Corvette's probably the same way, right? <laughs> dude, just because you have a Corvette doesn't mean you're not celebrating celibacy month still. Nope. Plus, you know, think about this. If you've got one of those super realistic AI pleasure robots cuddling after sex, strictly an option. You wouldn't even have to worry about it. If they don't care, just put it in, I don't know, off mode or charge it. I don't know what you do with those. Do you charge them, I guess? But there's nobody asking you a million questions while you're trying to watch Star Trek movies. Less time focusing on sex, more time focusing on the important things in life. Like uh, now collecting action figures, maybe, apparently, would be good for you. Nobody's going to notice all that quarantine weight you gain, that's for sure. You don't have to manscape anymore. That's off the to-do list. You're celibate. See, there's quality ideas here for being celibate, right? You're good with your left and your right hand. You know what I mean? And really increase forearm strength, guys. That alone, not to mention how you can now have your junk free up to focus on a career in puppetry. So plenty of opportunities here to be celibate. I think it's a good thing. I mean, for you, not for me. I'm going to continue having massive amounts, copious amounts of sex, but, but good for you. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. X-Rock Radio, so happy that you've joined us today. And I'm even happier that this guy did. He's the mayor of the fair city of uh, Fairbanks, Alaska. The one and only Jim Matherly, the honorable. Hello, mayor. How are you, sir? Not very honorable today, I'm afraid. Really? Why? What are you doing? Bad stuff? You're doing naughty things? Wow, look at you. No, I didn't return a library book, so I'm a bit of a... Wow, God, look at you on the edge. So crazy. (laughs) Here's the thing. I've known Jim since elementary school, and that very well might be the most raucous thing he's ever done. So (laughs) you probably, you were probably up all night last night thinking about that. Oh, shit, what am I going to do? Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, I... Uh, Library book. What am I going to do? Oh, what was it? I wonder, wonder what, wonder what book it was. Something naughty, right? Adam and Eve, maybe, uh, maybe one of those band books they were talking about in the sixties. Some kind of a kiss bio, I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyway, right now it is time. We bring the mayor in every week to play a game show. We call yes. Or BS. It's always a ton of fun, and it's just not the same without the mayor. So I think we should get to it uh, probably right about now. So let's just. And now it's time for. Yes. 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 Mayor, here's the deal. 50 years ago this week, President Nixon signed into order to lower the voting age to 18. So, yeah, well, so the uh, topic is age limits now just on various things. So we're going to start with this one. In the U.S., you have to be at least 18 to legally buy tickets to an R-rated movie. Yes or BS? That's a yes. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Now, you, go with the- <laughs> no, you can see an R-rated movie when you're 17, and it's not even a law. The Motion Picture Association of America determines the ratings. Theaters follow them oh. voluntarily, so it's not a law. That's why it's NC-17, because 17's the cutoff now. Right. I remember that. Right, right. and you that's got, why we all snuck in to see Carrie just for the shower scene when we were 14. <laughs> yeah, I remember that movie. That was a scary movie. Holy smokes. All right, here you go. All right, you have right. to be at least 35 to be president of the United States. 
There's a minimum age, and you have to be 35. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, or vice president. Meanwhile, in France, Finland, Croatia, Turkey, you can run for president at 18. Or if you grew up in some of the old times, you could be a king of a country at age three months. I mean, I, I <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's not even get into that. That's a whole different world there. No doubt about There's, that. Then you got to start talking inbreeding and that's where things really get fucked up. I am not a crook. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. You can't rent a car in the U.S. until you're 25. Oh my gosh. You know, that's a yes. Nope. That's a no. No. Now, they charge extra if you're under 25, but uh, do car rent, uh, rent, they do rent cars to people younger than that. Most set the limit at 21, but it's uh, as low as 18 in some places. So there you go. Uh, in Ooh. Kenya, you can get your driver's oh, license at age 11. Oh my gosh. In Kenya? In Kenya. Oh, that's, yeah, they don't have a lot of cars in Kenya. I would imagine that's true. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, that's no. terrible. Again. Just horrible today. Just horrible. No, you can't drive a car in Kenya until you're 18. It's anywhere between 14 and 18 in other countries. So you got one more crack at this. You're, you're, one, one, you're right. one for four here. I know. Pretty sad. I am. Terrible. No gymnast under the age of 15 is allowed to compete in the Olympics. That age again, 15. If you're under 15, you can't compete in the Olympics. You can't on American I, I, Idol, but they changed that. So they, they're taking children on that show now because they're desperate. I, I, think, I think it's no. I think, I think you can be younger than 15. Huh. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Oh, you're finishing one for four today, uh, Mayor. No. Oh, that's now, terrible. it used to be 14. Now the limit is 16. But you can be 15 if you're turning 16 later that year. There's no upper number, though. Why um, do they change everything? Remember, there was that one gymnast from Uzbekistan. She competed at 41. Yeah, no, that's right. Exactly right. Right, yeah. She did it um, with a walker, but it was still very impressive. <laughs> there we go. That's Yes or BS, another week in the can. Thank you so much, uh, Honorable Mayor. Keep up the good fight. We appreciate you calling into Crapper Creek this morning and playing All along right. with us. and. Uh, just humoring us for a bit. You're always the highlight of my week, Glenn. Thank you. Wow. You got a sad week, Mayor. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, it's that portion of the podcast where I like to toot my own horn, as it were. No, uh, believe me, if I was flexible enough, I would. But what I'm talking about, of course, is stand-up comedy. Normally, I would play somebody else's. Today, it's all about me, 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 one more time. My take uh, during my Laugh Out Loud World Tour, a little bit I did on Blockbuster Video, as many folks who are not from the area and listening to us around the globe. Crapper Creek, right next to Fairbanks, Alaska, which was home to two of the final Blockbuster Video stores on planet Earth. And we actually still have video stores, just no Blockbuster. But when we did, it was glorious. Here was my take. You know, uh, Steve, the headliners asked me, what do you guys do, you know, for hobbies and stuff in the winter? Oh, number one hobby here? Yeah, uh, watching movies and getting drunk. <laughs> Five fucking months. <laughs> Netflix and chill, motherfuckers. <laughs> I said, well, you know, we're out in 
Blockbuster. So there's still a lot of people that rent movies, obviously, because we still have a goddamn Blockbuster in Fairbanks. I think it's the only one in the world. World's farthest north, but no, world's only. Blockbuster video. It's over in that mall off airport, right between the uh, phone book store and the VCR repair shop. <laughs> Blockbuster, man. I, remember, that was the thing, right? Remember, on the way home, don't forget, pick up a movie. Oh, excuse me. On your way home, don't forget, pick up a movie. <laughs> Movie. We always used to ask the guy behind the counter like he was some fucking expert. Well, I really found work Polly Shore to be magical. Uh, the worst thing you can do is go in there with your significant other, because that's not going to end well. Marriage tester right there. Because you guys are going to lose. If you're smart, you'll lose. You'll let her pick the movie, because you're not fucking walking out of there with Apocalypse Now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Rom-com chick flick thing. Well, Hugh Grant or whatever the fuck. I just know if they make the guy get the movie like that, they should make him carry it out in a pink fucking bag. Okay, Mr. Anderson, here's your, uh, your Meg Ryan trilogy. Oh, don't forget your balls. <laughs> Well, another episode in the books. Thanks for joining us this week. Don't forget, yes, streaming live from my regular show. Follow me on Facebook, Glenner Anderson. Also, Glenner Anderson, my YouTube page. You'll love it. And if you want to get some cool Crapper Creek stuff, well, just go to the website, livefromcrappercreekalaska.com. You will find the Crapper Creek General Store. Crapper Creek hats, shirts, all kinds of cool, groovy, ridiculous items. And it can be shipped right to you. Have a good one. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.